Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. It must be very complicated to live inside Marina's mind. <laughs> it is. It's a happy place. <laughs> but it's full of like psychedelic colors and lava lamps mm-hmm. and shit. All kinds of bewildering shit. But yeah. This is what I think about, man. Like all the time. That and the music that's constantly going on in there. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hi, welcome back. We're so glad that you're here and joining us. It's episode 15 mm-hmm. of the Accidental Swingers. And boy, do we have a lot going on in this episode. Yes, we do. Yeah. What are we going to talk about in this episode? We're going to just kind of get straight into it. Let's yeah. go. Let's get into it. We do have a few announcements, but what are we going to be talking about in this episode? Well, we alluded to it last time in the last episode that this is about the time we were seven months into the lifestyle. And this is where both Marina and I met people that we started to develop some feelings for. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions that we get all the time from listeners in our emails is, you know, what happens if you develop feelings for for others? And the answer to that really just depends upon who's asking the question. Right. For us, in the beginning, we didn't think that that was going to happen. In fact, it was one of our rules that we were going to you know, be sexually non-monogamous, but remain emotionally monogamous until this rolled around. Well, I think we we realized beforehand pretty early on in the process that that was not who we were. Right. We thought that's who we were going to be where we were, but we realized we're we're just not that kind of people. Right, but this went a little bit beyond and, and, and you're right. We had, you know, made that realization relatively early and we've talked about it in prior podcasts. But now we're starting to go a little bit deeper. Right. Yeah. So that's what this episode starts to talk about. Mhm. So, yeah. Um, But first, I do want to talk about really fast. We opened up our community to the beta testers and we had our very first, we're going to call them meetups or town halls or I don't know what we're going to call them yet. We haven't decided, but but we had our first Zoom live uh, interaction Mm -hmm. with some of our beta tester community members. And it was so fun to be able to meet some of our listeners. Yeah. So we're so excited about this and uh, we're hoping to open up by the the time this podcast airs, the general membership will definitely be open. But it is so exciting. We're in the middle of creating all the content that's coming up. Uh, one of the people at the Zoom, at one of our listeners asked, you know, so what are we going to be doing in the community? And I thought, you know what, I've tried to explain it, but it's really hard to explain in a letter or, you know, just a post. And so I quickly wanted to give you guys a rundown what we're planning for the next couple of months, because this is really important. And this is why we're creating a community. It's not just a place for us to come and talk, although that is a huge part of it. It is we are providing a private platform for our community, for our swinger community, you guys, to come and be safe and be able to talk 
openly and freely and ask questions that you can't Google the answers for, or that you can't ask your friends and neighbors about or your family because you don't talk to them about what you do. So that's the basis of the community. But then we realize there's so much more that we have that we want to be able to share, and that we together as a community can explore and learn from each other and bring to the table. So as we are moving into the COVID is lifting and you guys hopefully all saw that we actually have our appointments to get our first vaccine. And Mm -hmm. we are so excited because for us, that basically means we are on the calendar for naughty in August. By August, we should be definitely good to go. So we are moving in that direction to begin to plan that as if it is happening. And that is part of what the community development is also going to be focused on. So for April, the first month, we're going to be talking about rebuilding or reworking or writing, if you haven't done it yet, your profile, because we have talked about in the past on the other episode that we are ready to revamp our profiles. It's been a year and a half and things have changed for us and we want to sharpen that up. We've got to change out some pictures and things like that. So we're going to rework our entire profile, but we, we wanted to do that with a group. So we thought that would be fun to offer up kind of a workshop first on ways and things that you can do to spruce up your profile, how to make it a better profile. And then we are also going to talk about and work together as a group to write profiles. And if you want to share your profile and ask other opinions, we're going to do that together. Say, what do you think? What needs to be changed? Whatever you want, however you want to do it. But that's coming up and that's going to be in April. And then in May, we're going to be talking about, which dovetails off of today's session, I'm trying to get and put together a jealousy workshop that will be available probably to anybody. It depends on who I can help get to do this workshop. I've got a couple people lined up, but it will be done with people that are, I'm looking at the person I'm truly trying to get is a person in the lifestyle who this is what they do and they will help couples. And so we'll probably open it up to the general listenership, but our community members will get a discount if there's a fee for that. So I haven't quite worked out the details on that, but that's going to be all about jealousy and handling emotions in the lifestyle. How does that look? How does that work? And a lot of this comes from the questions and things that we do get from our listeners. We have a lot of listeners. The majority of the questions that we get are from people who are either brand new in the lifestyle or are thinking about going into the lifestyle. So we know you guys are out there and we really want to provide a place for you that we didn't have when we were at this stage. So we're super excited about doing that. I know that the all you guys who are seasoned um, lifestylers don't have to reach out and ask us questions because you know, but that is certainly still a great reason to join the community because you have value and you can offer things to our community that other seasoned people might need to hear. So if you're feeling like you also want to create a place for yourselves, please come and join us. So the jealousy workshop that's going to be in May. And then June is going to be all about prepping for events. So that is where we're going to be starting to talk about going to naughty, because that's where in my timeline in the years before, um, about two months before the event, I start working the groups, I start figuring out how that's all I'm gonna do. So I have an entire process. And that is going to be something that is shared within the entire community, we're going to do a whole workshop on what you want to do, how you want to do before the event, way before the event, before the event, when you're at the event, things like that. We've got a whole thing set up for you. So we're going to be doing that that's included in your membership in the community. So if it goes really well, we might make that available year round, it just depends on how that goes. But those are things that we're planning for the immediate future. Then also in the community, we will if you're going to naughty, we will be having some type of a meet and greet at naughty for just you guys for our listeners. And we haven't figured out how that's that maybe just we meet at Pat O'Brien's one evening, it depends on what can we get a suite or not, then we would be able to host a meeting at our room, or in the lobby, we've done lobby meetups before we've done by the pool. So we've done a couple different ways. But we will also be having our very own accidental swinger meetup when we're in New Orleans. And there's other things that are fun exciting that are coming. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. That just gives you the preview for the next three months about what's going on in there. And as we move forward, we have events coming up this fall already that we have also are also targeting. And so things will revolve around those events as well. And we kind of will work things together about where we are in a podcast, the workshops and seminars that we have will dovetail off of those issues and things. And then really popular things, we'll just keep doing them. So we plan on having new member zoom calls, 
calls once a month. We'll be doing our men's group, our women's group. So much to choose from, so much to be able to do. The community will be there for you to make it what you want. It will have resources. It will be places where you can come and say, this place was great. This place we didn't have a great experience. Things like that. That's what it's going to be all about in one place from our members. And so we're hoping that you come and join us and be a part of that. Be a part of what we're building because it's all about you guys. You're building it. We're just helping. We just found a platform for it. (laughs) Right, right. So it's your community. Yeah, yeah. It's been very fun so far. It really has. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's always going to be a work in progress. And so we're really just getting off the ground now. Right. And with the help of our beta testers and, right. and trying to figure out the best way to do things and taking feedback and just trying to craft the community based upon input from our beta testers. Right. And what we're going to do is we'll probably open it up before it's perfect. It's not going to be perfect. As you just mentioned, it's going to be constantly changing. There's a lot that goes into it and there's a lot of information. And I'd rather kind of open up the doors before I want the basics down kind of the backbone but we can fill in the other parts right. as, as we're growing and as people say hey have you actually we've gotten some great feedback can you have a section about this can you have a section about that or can we talk about these things and we've already gotten really good feedback about right. that and we're like yep that one's on the list and that's what we're definitely going to be doing it's just i can only do i only have so much bandwidth <laughs> in my days and right. so and i want it to look nice so yeah. working really hard to make all so that it will continually improve as we mm-hmm. get a critical mass of of members and the more people that come in and flesh it all out yeah it'll be great. Right. And then we'll be doing a VIP event for community members in New Orleans as Mm -hmm. well. So there'll be just a regular listenership get together. We'll tell everybody about it, but then there'll be a special place for community members to meet as well. So we'll all be able to kind of get to know each other beforehand in the community. And then if you're in Naughty, then we'll see you when you're there. I'm so excited. I I can't can't wait. wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yeah, that is it's so. And now that we have our appointments for our vaccines, which we genuinely didn't expect to have happen until like May, right at the earliest, and so we were thrilled when, um, you know, when we were able to get an appointment, right, first shot next week. So, so that kind of accelerated our, or at least accelerated um, my trajectory of getting myself back together, as we started Mm. talking about in the last episode. That Tristan may have put on a little bit, (laughs) a little bit of COVID weight, what with um, all the eating and drinking and not moving much. Mm-hmm. So that's a sure recipe and, for... And your, your office desk is now 20 feet from the refrigerator uh, and, it, the, right, exactly. and the kid's junk cabinet. Exactly. Yeah. So all of those things and that and the, the lessened social stigma uh, around you know, not shaving or putting on work clothes or commuting and copious beer. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was a perfect storm of bad habits forming and developing. And so I wound up uh, a little, you know, a little chunkier than, than I was a year ago. So as we mentioned last week, we, we did begin a program and you know, we wanted to get a little bit deeper into the program before we started talking about it, just because we wanted to make sure that it worked. And and it has worked. And so far, we're a month in, and I've lost 16 pounds wow. and, and feel much, much better. The The name of the program is Dad Bod Warrior. And it's, mm-hmm. as Marina said in our last episode, it, it was developed by one of our friends that we've, well, Marina's known since college. Mm-hmm. And he's always been involved in, you know, in health and fitness and you know, he's a fitness coach and, and health coach. And so when he asked us to take a look at this program and try it out and give him some feedback, we said, sure. And it, the timing was right. And so, yeah. We actually signed up to do, like, we signed up to do his program. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I paid. And yeah. 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 Because it, it has value that I wanted to, you know, make sure that I had some skin in the game. And because, uh, you know, it, there have been many times in my life where I've said, oh, I'm just going to get into shape and nothing happens because I didn't have any skin in the game. I just figured, well, I can do that. It's next Monday. Right. <laughs> so this, you know, we, we did it with our friends, um, Phoenix Fire and Crimson Dragonfly also. Right. And, and there's a there's a community involved in in this program where we have these month or these these weekly Zoom calls. And so there's support and which is very helpful for me because I can't slack. Right. So but anyway, it's been it's been really good. We love the holistic nature of this program. It's diet, it's exercise, it's uh, mindfulness, it's sleep, it's a focus on longevity and overall you know, holistic health. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're yeah. very excited about it. And I think that one of the things that's important to talk about, it has worked so well for us and we're so excited by it. And I have also lost, I think I've lost 
almost 10 pounds. And I'm not really even trying in the sense that I, I have been less than, I'll admit it, I've been less than good about doing the exercise piece of it. Yeah, I haven't been <laughs> that great been, about it either. It's been a very busy four weeks, but just in changing some of the, and it's a, it's a keto-based program, it's, but it's a healthy-based keto. Like there's, of course, it's basically a ton of vegetables and meat and protein, but it, it was a shift for me to have to kind of change the way I think about fat because in forever women have been told, you know, or we've all been told not to eat fat and grains are good and all that kind of stuff. But I knew that wasn't great for my body because when I did grains and stuff, it I didn't lose weight. So anyways, so um, Tim's devised this program that has this, as you said, the mindfulness and the sleep and the longevity and all of those pieces along with the fitness, along with the, the keto, the healthy keto. And I think what's amazing and, and in the support group we've heard people talking about is that it doesn't matter if you're out of shape. It doesn't matter if you have already had a fitness regimen or even if you are into fitness and are healthy, people are seeing results with his program right. across the board. So it's really, really super cool. And we've seen so many people in that group talk about their successes. And even though they may not have been part of the COVID 15, 20 or 30 pounder club, <laughs> they are still having great results with it. And so I think that is what is really cool because it's nothing like we've seen before to have right. such a holistic approach to it, you know, all in one program. And I know you, well, you look better, you feel better. Yeah, absolutely. For the first couple of weeks, it was a little tough for me because right. I was basically leaving sugar behind, leaving alcohol behind and transitioning into a completely different way of eating and, and actually being conscious of what I was eating. So, you know, that was tough for me for a little while, but really once you get over that little bit, it's been great. And I feel much better. I'm sleeping incredibly better. Right. And that's it, the most amazing part. You used to snore, wake me up snoring. And now I have, I'm like, is he awake? Is he alive? <laughs> Poke you. <laughs> Which doesn't help your sleep at all, but I'm still... Oh, that's why on my yeah. on my Fitbit <laughs> sleep tracker, I have all these like red marks during the night. Those must be when you're poking me. Making sure you're still breathing. Hmm. That's a good thing. Well, no, I, I, I appreciate really it, that. but... I know, I don't really do that. Let's, let's face it, if I'm not breathing in the middle of the night, then There's nothing I can poking, do. poking me isn't going to help. <laughs> unless you poke me with the electrodes that right. shock me back. There you go. Paddle doodahs. That's right, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, but it, I mean, it, it's been really, really good. So the reason that we're talking about this is because it's part of our personal kind of get back to it program. So we're mm -hmm. going to be redoing our profile, we're redoing our bodies, we're kind of totally making that paradigm shift back into life will be normal again in a few months. So we're super excited about that. What is fabulous, I asked Tim if he would please allow us to talk about his program here on the podcast, and then also if we could get our listeners a discount to his program. And he said yes. And so that is why we're telling you a little bit more in depth about it. So if you go to our website and click on um, resources, and I, I'm gonna, I think there'll be a banner at the top too, just the main page. But if you go to resources, um, you'll see about Dad Bod Warrior, and there is a uh, link that you can click there to get to his website to use the code to get a discount which we just really wanted to be able to offer you guys mm -hmm. because it's worked really, really well. It was originally created for dads, but there are women in the group. I was not the first one and neither was Crimson Dragonfly. There were a few others already, but that his main focus was really initially working with dads. And then when the women saw their partners doing so well, they wanted in on the, uh, they wanted in on it. So he said, sure. So that's how women got in on the dad bod warrior mm -hmm. program, but it's an amazing program and you can check it out. I think it's dad bod but again, I think if you're on the link to our page, will will lead to the Accidental Swingers Listening Community mm. tab on his page to give you guys the discount. But right. it will be there. And, and, it, and it is an affiliate link. And so we will get a little affiliate bonus if you go through our website, which is another way to just give us a, help, a helping hand if you'd right. like. Put money towards the community. That's mm -hmm. where we're putting a lot of energy to build this out. But anyways, yeah, it is. But it still gives you guys a nice discount. So we wanted to make sure to be able to offer that as well. So anyways, that was it. That's our morning announcements. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just came up with that on the fly. I know. I but come it, up with a lot of stuff on the but fly. It's like five o'clock in the afternoon. This is our five o'clock somewhere announcement. That's right. That's there you go. Five o'clock here announcement. That's right. It's happy hour. That's right. Let's go get some happy hour. All right, well, let's finish this and then we'll go get happy hour. Well, Although I, you're I not drinking. I know. Well, I got water too. I know. Sorry, Tim. Yeah, I got water. <laughs> 
He'll know. He knows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still have my drinks every once in a while. So anyways, yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about this chapter yeah. of The Accidental Swingers. Yeah, this was a great chapter. Mm-hmm. But it came with some, you know, some difficulties. This is where we personally experienced really the first difficulties we've had together right. in the lifestyle. Yeah, it was, it was, there were some landmines here. Yeah, there were some uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. So to give a quick backdrop, we'll start with my story first. Um, you guys heard us talking about the single guy that lives in other parts of Florida, but he travels all the time for work. And that's how I met him. And we have had, at this point, we've had a play date with him and I had a solo play date with him. And we decided and just instead of saying that guy, we're going to call him Roy so that at least we have a name to be able to say because it's hard to talk about the guy. So that is not his real name, but we're going to call him Roy for these stories. So Roy was the one. So he had been in Tampa and contacted us and we went and he was I I can't remember what the whole story what we told podcast wise but he and I hit it off immediately and it was even more on fire when we actually met so after that initial play date and you joined us as well and oh and he for you listeners so what happened was Tristan joined us we didn't have a great experience because he had performance issues Roy had performance issues and so I went back to meet him the next day by myself still with some performance issues and things like that, plus having to get out of town. So then we had scheduled a solo play date mm, three weeks or so later after that. Mm-hmm. And that's when I drove. We kind of met halfway and I drove. And then when I was coming back, I called Tristan and told him all about my first adventure. That was kind of like right. the first adventure. First solo adventure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's who that's who Roy is. So in the meantime, before Roy made it back to Tampa, we had really been texting a lot. We had because he traveled so much there was a lot of opportunity to even talk on the phone every once in a while so like maybe once or twice when he was traveling we would talk on the phone so we were really developing this relationship and it was a friendship and I would read you at first I read you like every single text all the time everything Mm because I was having such a great time and it was so fun and you eventually were like yeah yeah I get it I get it you guys are having a great time you know and you weren't uh, you know it wasn't like bad but it was like eventually I stopped reading you everything not because I wasn't trying to share everything. It was just because yeah, I didn't same need, shit I didn't every day. Need to hear it. Yeah, yeah. It was just us being flirty and right. funny and, and all that good stuff. So in the meantime, that turned into more of a relationship. I started having feelings for Roy. He started having feelings for me. And we really used each other, I think, as confidants because it was my first time. He'd been in the lifestyle for a little over a year, very active. But he didn't have anybody he could talk to about being in the lifestyle. So he would, when he would travel and he would set up these play dates, and then we would talk about them. So we really, you know, he confided in me a lot. We talked about things that happened or whatever. And then I would actually also talk to him about how things were going with me. And Tristan knew that we were talking about these things, but it'd be like Tristan would tell me it's okay. And, you know, I was starting to go on these solo dates like we talked about in the last episode. And I was very worried that even though Tristan was telling me, go ahead and do these things, that he really didn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I, I was a little dubious. Right. And I did start to get concerned at the level of intimacy that I could see forming. And Between me and Roy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is over a long period of time, and so many weeks. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it, and, you know, you reassured me that everything's fine. You know, you were just – I wasn't being replaced, and I knew right. in- intuitively that that was the case. But, you know, even – there's a difference between – at least in my case and probably most people's cases, there's a difference between intellectually understanding something and emotionally feeling it. And so sometimes that disconnect, I can usually work with that disconnect, but I had to talk to you about it. And we did. And we talked a lot. Uh, And so and I came to be fine. And I, I came to be basically it just amounted to becoming confident, not becoming confident, but remembering how confident I am in our relationship. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I get knocked a little off kilter and I have to remind myself of where I am with you. And you know, and we're strong. We're incredibly strong. And so I just need to, re- to remember that and to be reminded of that. And talking to you always did that. Additionally, you know, the more that, and, the, and this is simultaneous with you uh, going out on other solo dates, counterintuitively, that makes me feel more love for you in the sense that, and more intimacy for you because we're trusting each other and I'm trusting you. And 
that trust builds intimacy right. and that trust, you know, and then making myself vulnerable, which we've talked about before, you know, vulnerability to me fosters trust and trust fosters intimacy and intimacy fosters love. And so that cycle was continuing. But for some reason with Roy, I was a little worried because this was more than you just going out and, and fucking some guys and coming back and telling me about it. But, you know, we were able to work through that. Right. And I think that this was the part where when we talk about the lifestyle has made our marriage stronger because we made that promise when we first started that if things got tough, we would promise each other to talk about it. So this was the first time that things got uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. So I remember it so well because, yeah, I'm in this happy place. I'm super excited. I'm feeling this um, adoration from this man who I'm very attracted to. And I can be allowed to have those feelings because you know all about it. It's just like I've been given permission. So mm. it was super exciting. And I didn't have to pretend like I wasn't interested. So I was able to even talk to you about how much I really liked him and things like that. And then when we st when I started realizing that or, you know, you came to me and I and said, I'm worried, I have some issues with this. And I said, Well, then let's talk about this. And we talked about, as you said, it grew in more trust in me, I told you, I'm not going any, I'm not gonna leave you for this guy that I barely know, hmm. I'll go fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll talk to him. And, and we did get uh, very close. But it was still not going to replace 25 years worth of, you know, our lives together. But I knew that it was causing you difficulty at that point. And we really did have to stop and talk about it and check in. And I would check in with you even more. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to tell you these things. I didn't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I would tell you, he's going to call me tonight because he has an opportunity. Is that okay? Because he'll, he'll be traveling. We're going to talk. And then, actually, sometimes we would be, you and I would be together like somewhere on Sunday and he'd be driving and, and he would call and I would put him on speakerphone. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he would always want to hear about whatever what? adventures I was having. Yeah, because he, well, he really loves to mm -hmm. live vicariously as a lot of men do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Everybody likes listening to this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, but it got, it was uncomfortable for a while for you. And I was very aware of that and tried to be, I didn't want to lessen the feelings that I had for him that were developing because we both talked about the fact that this is going to happen and it probably will happen again. So let's deal with these things now and figure out how to do this because this is what we wanted. We wanted to be able to create and cultivate relationships in the, in the life. Right. Style. And it wasn't just about fucking people. And it was an awesome experience for me to go be going through at that time. But yeah, very, very challenging for you. Mm -hmm. But you know, as I said, we worked through it and came out stronger. Right. And you know, it's just part of the development and our evolution in the lifestyle and, and in our relationship. Right. And I think the thing that's important here to talk about is that when well, the, the next thing that happened, so we continued to grow. And I want to tell you a little bit about stories about this. So unfortunately, <laughs> There is one month missing of field audio, of raw audio. And this is this conversation that we had with each other about this event and the next event that we're going to talk about. We cannot find it anywhere. Right. Um, yeah. we and knew and, and we, an event that we're going to talk about on the next episode is part of that too. Yeah. So it was a really long recording and we yeah. can't find it can't anywhere. Find we it look, anywhere in every single device we have, every like yeah. old, we even fired up an old laptop <laughs> to yeah, search to see if it was the there. Yeah. And yeah. it is just gone. So we'll keep looking to see if we can, can fill some in. So I do want to talk a little bit about, so since we are, we'll be the field audio, <laughs> we can talk a little bit about some of the sexy times that that I had, I'll tell my little bit of story about with Roy and how things continue to develop. So he when I first met him, when we first met him, he had messaged us and said, you know, I'm gonna be in Tampa, I've got four nights, you know, would you like to be able to meet? And that originally, I was going to be out of town. So I said, I, I can't, I'm sorry, I'm going to be out of town. But you know, next time you're in town, let me know. So he ended up saying to me, that's okay. But you know, do you still want to chat or something? And he always told me, I don't know why I said that to you, because I never give out my phone number. I never chat with anybody that I'm not actually meeting, but I just wanted to keep chatting with you. So it turned 
turned out though that my trip got canceled and I told him my my trip is canceled so if you still have like Thursday night available and he didn't at first but then he said this couple that he had gotten with or that had contacted him about playing had never gotten back to him so he was going to tell them that he was now busy and that's how we ended up spending that Thursday night with him which did not go well but so the next time he came into town so he always has these four nights you know when he's in town and he always arranges four different dates that's really how he liked to do it he never liked to have a repeat he always liked to have somebody new because he loved meeting people and he loved playing with new people and um, so he would have like repeat people from before but he would never have two people usually in the same week and so when he was coming back to town he said you know I'm going to be coming back to town do you want to plan a night together and I said yes I want all four nights I want Monday night Tuesday night Wednesday night Thursday night and he said okay and so that gives you a little bit of insight as to how our relationship had grown Mm -hmm. so I was incredibly honored and horny (laughs) and excited (laughs) that I got to spend four nights with him and so what we originally had arranged it was that it was going to be the first night I was going to see him because I hadn't seen him in a couple of months, but we talked and texted all the time. But I hadn't seen him since that the meetup that we had our solo date. So the first night was going to be just me and him. Then we were going to have like three ways the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. But on the Tuesday night, he asked you. No, he asked you. He asked me. If you thought right. that I would mind if he invited a, a woman along for me. Yeah. And I don't think you even consulted me. I think you just said, oh, yeah, he'd love that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, by the way, I guess I ought to ask him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. And I said, well, yeah, I'm sure that that's not going to be a problem. Go ahead and reach out to her. But I'll double check with Tristan just to make sure that that's, you know. And what did I say? I think you were like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't even, well, and then he happened to have her profile and stuff like that. And and so, but um, yeah, so he, he really felt like we would connect well with her. Mm-hmm. And so he said that might be really fun for something to do on one of these four nights. And Tristan might really enjoy that. And I said, sure. So he gave her our information mm-hmm. and she called me and we chatted. Yeah, she went straight to you. Yeah. Just to she's, make sure. She's, she's very, very classy. Yeah. She's and, very classy. Yeah, very she's savvy. Very, very smart. And she's been doing this a long time Mm -hmm. so she kind of vets people and makes sure and and she's married but she almost always plays as a hot wife which means that her husband knows everything about it she uh, i guess it's her choice whether or not to tell him or not but she always would tell him or they would you know whatever but she always just played with usually with men she didn't usually come in as a fourth person to a trio and things like that so she called me and we had a great conversation and i really really liked her and i think i got off the phone and i'm like you're gonna love her. Yeah, you did say exactly that. Yeah, and I knew because she's just so funny and effervescent and smart. And I just knew, you know, we were going to click. Yeah. So we had arranged it, though, that we would go meet for lunch beforehand just to mm-hmm. make sure. And she was actually going to bring her husband. Yeah. So we were just, the four of us were going to go and have lunch. So even though Roy, her husband wasn't going to be involved in this right, play date at all. Right. And Roy, of course, doesn't live in town. So this right. is all without even him. This right. is him just setting us up. And then we kind of took the ball and ran with it. So we decided to have lunch just to make sure that we wanted to have a successful play date and said, you know, bring your husband along. It'd be super fun to meet because he was in lifestyle, too. But again, he doesn't play as much. So we did. So the four of us went and we had a great lunch mm-hmm. and they're a super fun couple. And we all four. Yeah, we the four of us really hit it. Yeah, off. we really hit it off right away. Yeah, And you and her immediate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instant chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when we left that lunch, I went back to my office and she texted me. Like I sat down on my desk and there was a text from her. <laughs> Met most of the rest of the afternoon just texting with her. And that's mm. it just took off from there. Right. So that was kind of happening before my I'll just call it my week, my week with Roy. And so that was now going to be set for that Tuesday night. So the next week or two weeks later, the time comes, Roy comes into town and he and I meet and get back together for the first time in a couple months. And we finally had an amazing evening together. It was phenomenal and we, he didn't have any performance issues and all the pent up couple of months worth of texting and sexting and talking on the phone. And it was just crazy monkey sex. It was great. We had a great time. It was very wild and it was exhausting and yeah, it was great. And every couple of hours I would get a slew of pictures from him. Yeah. Because that was one of the things that he and I, you know, that he offered. Right. And with your consent, obviously. Right. But um, yeah, he had texted me, I guess, earlier in the day and said, you know, would you like me to send some pictures? And I said, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So not whenever, something that so we every were time used you to. guys took a break, I would get like a slew of pictures yeah. and videos and stuff. So no, yeah. and you're right. No, that that was the first time. Actually, that was that was the first time ever right. that you right. allowed any pictures of you to right. even be taken, much yeah. less you know shared. Yeah, you know, shared with me. So yeah, well, I have a thing about pictures and stuff like that, and and it's part of my I'm you know the most vanilla swinger on the planet, but <laughs> it, because it's just not my style to share. You know, I have some. I like the picture of me on SL. I mean, you can see a nipple if you really try really hard. I mean, it's kind of a lacy looking outfit and stuff like that. But that's because that's my choice. I'm like, you know, I have boobs. If my boobs are the reason you may or may not want to reach out to me, then you're not the type of person I want anyways. Right. Because I have boobs. I'm a woman. That's how that goes. And so same goes for my pussy. If you need a picture of my pussy, you know, it's there. It works the same as everybody else's does. You know what I look like. It actually works better than most. (laughs) Aww. Thanks, honey. That's so sweet. I couldn't let that slip by. <laughs> but it's true. And so I I just don't enjoy genitalia pictures. And I just so I don't post them up there. What I always had said, and even with Roy, even when we had gotten close and he was asking me for pictures, and I know why, because we had this connection and he felt I was hot and sexy and he wanted to see me. I said, look, I don't take pictures of myself. I don't send them. But when we're together... You can take, and this is how this started. I said, you can take whatever pictures you want, because that means more to me than me sending you a picture of me naked on my bed. Right. I mean, it. then you, then when you look at that picture, you're going to remember we were in that bed together. We just did whatever that was. Mm-hmm. You're in the middle of fucking me in that picture. Whatever that is, is I felt like was more of a intimate thing. And he agreed. Still, though, he asked me. He always, always <laughs> wanted pictures. But anyway, so so that was kind of what started that piece of it. And it kind of helped me be able to say to people, no, I, I'm okay with, I always felt bad for saying I don't want to send you titty pictures. And I, I still, I still don't. It's kind of like, no, you, if we were together, you can take the pictures. It's okay. As long as you know, you can't share them except for with my husband. But anyway, so he, that was the first time and that's how that kind of came into play. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And you felt like that was going to be something that you liked. Yeah. You wanted to see pictures of oh, We weren't sure like how that was going to feel. When I, you I got... was sure. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. E- even though I was with somebody else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I figured there was a very low risk of me being upset or disappointed. <laughs> and were you right? I was right. I was neither upset nor disappointed. I was thrilled. No, which did you like better, pictures or videos? Yes. And oh. yes. Okay. All right. Good to know. Well, they both have their, their place. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So Monday night was really, really hot and heavy and phenomenal. And it was just a great time. And everything, everything that had built up to that point totally came to fruition. Our relationship, the failed performance anxiety issues, everything melted by the wayside. And we just had crazy fucking wild, awesome, hot, steamy sex as Tristan has videos and pictures to prove it. So that was night Night one. one. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So the second night, so I went home and then um, the second night. And then we had crazy monkey sex. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We, we like to have crazy monkey sex after yeah. my mm-hmm. forays. Yeah. And so the next night was Tuesday night. Tuesday and night. that's when Amber, we're going to call her Yeah. Amber. So I actually, I ran this by her, you know, yeah. the pseudonym. She likes Amber as a pseudonym. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, so Amber joined us at, and we were all uh, at a happy hour mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the hotel, mm-hmm. at the hotel bar. And she came and joined us. And after pleasantries were over, we went back up to the room and it just was just nonstop crazy sex. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. And it was a suite. And so you and Roy took the bedroom part and Amber and I took the living room part, which had a sofa and a, a big comfortable chair. And I think we fucked on every piece of furniture in the living room. And we just, it just went on and on and on. And we, so the connection and the, the chemistry that we felt at the restaurant for lunch, which was then heightened and accentuated through a week and a half or however long it was of texting and sexting. And it, I think we talked on the phone also, I might commute back and because we commuted at the same times. It just, we just took off and it ignited. We just had, it was hours and we would fuck, we would take breaks, we would fuck, we would take breaks, we, every position you could think of. And she's incredibly orgasmic and it was just sloppy, wet, awesome sex. Mm. It was so much fun. (laughs) 
And finally, after a couple of hours of that, we and you know, you guys were in the we, and we had the door open between the mm-hmm. the bedroom and the living room. Eventually, we wandered in there to where you guys were because Roy kept coming out just watching for, you know, and then going back in with you. And he would come out and take pictures and videos, which he shared with with both of us. Mm -hmm. Then he would go back. And so eventually we decided that we should go in there because, you know, you guys were probably needed some company. (laughs) You're shaking your head. Uh, Not necessarily. No, I'm I'm just listening to yours. (laughs) Oh, okay. No, I I think we were, I think actually you guys were going at it for so long, didn't we? I think you guys fell asleep. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. We drifted off. Yeah. You napped. Yeah. And so we went in there and you had, yeah, I think you had woken up by that point. But I do remember that you were napping at right. one point. So then the four of us started playing mm-hmm. and it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It very, was, very sexy. Very hot. I think the ladies serviced the gentlemen. I think mm-hmm. we, we, we serviced both of you. Yeah. We each got double blow jobs. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite all time acts. <laughs> Anytime mm-hmm. it happens, it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we just swapped back and forth and right. it was great. She and I did not play really. I think we kissed. Yeah, you kissed a there, lot. And, yeah, and there was a lot of touching. Yeah, and, and right. Yeah. But again, not, you know, I'm still at, at this point of the game, I'm still deciding whether or not this is a path I want to go down. Is it really something for me? Like literally. <laughs> you just said go down. <laughs> I know, that's what I said literally. <laughs> Literally, did I want to go down that path? Settle just... down, settle down, Beavis. <laughs> oh man, you're dating yourself now. Uh, everybody knows I'm 52, so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Was, well, there you go. Yeah, I watched MTV in the <laughs> early 90s when I was in my early 20s. Well, uh, yes. So literally went down that path, and I wasn't really sure if I was going to be or not. But anyway, we did have a lot of fun and just kind of that girl on girl stuff going on. But it was really just, it was a great night. Mm -hmm. It was a great night. And then, so that was night two of Roy's four-day stay. And then I think the third night, oh, did you, I think you were with us on the third night. Yeah, but the third it, night. Yeah, third yeah. night. So, because we were just going to have three ways the right. next two nights. And keep in mind, so I don't know how we survived this week because we, you know, we didn't get home until 2 a.m. on that Tuesday night. I had to go to work. Right. So, I got a couple of hours of sleep and then had to drive an hour back into Tampa and go to work. And, right. And the hotel was close to where I work. And so, but that went on, you know, so then we had this, the Wednesday night mm-hmm. also, and that was a three-way mm-hmm. and that went late mm-hmm. and yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the adrenaline, what, I you, know. What, what we can accomplish when we're horny. Right. I know. I was working, but I didn't, I had arranged it. So I, I had a light week that week, but, uh, but yeah. So then the, the Wednesday night was a three-way night. The three of us played and, um, and it was good. We tried some different things, mm-hmm. some things that I wanted to try, um, just some stuff that we wanted to try. You're not going to elaborate? Uh, I can. Yeah. So, well, I wanted to try DP mm-hmm. and we felt like that would be a good combination to try it with. Yeah. We had the comfort, the requisite comfort level right. that we thought we'd be able to pull it off. Right. And it didn't work. No. No. It's way harder than it looks in yeah. porn. I don't, yeah. Or when you have two gentlemen who are predisposed to doing it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, when you, when that's something that you are mm. comfortable with. I think, right. Well, know. like if you're a porn actor, in other words. Well, yeah. Yeah. Basically, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah. But it's I, hard. The angles are difficult. Yeah, it was. It was not. Yeah. We laughed. Oh, it was. A lot, it was a lot of fun. But know? it did not work. So we gave up on that pretty quickly when it was clearly not going to be something that was going to happen, and that's okay. But we ended up having a great night that night mm-hmm. too, as well. And then, was there anything else that happened? On that night? Not really. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was just. It was a great three way. Oh yeah. yeah he I, did. You know, he did have some trouble. And we surmise that he's just much more comfortable one-on-one than in groups or, you know, whether even a small group. Yeah. Or I mean, he, well, he did okay when Amber was there, but that's because I think there wasn't a, attention on him. Right. He wasn't the third. Yeah. It was part of a foursome, yeah. you know, versus I think that, being the that third of a, a threesome. Yeah. Because that went, that went really well. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And so Wednesday night was a little bit more challenging. And I think you're right. I think he was more aware of you. And, and plus also, and he and I talked about it because we both acknowledged our feelings for each other now at this point in time so we've now been chatting back and forth and we're starting and we're talking to each other about you know we're having these feelings for each other and I was very honest with him about the fact that you knew everything about it mm-hmm. and that's how we rolled and that's how we were going to do the lifestyle but that you may or may not be quote unquote okay with it but we had talked through it and this was how we were going to live our lives in the lifestyle so this was new for us and so I think he was super aware right. of 
just not wanting to step on your toes or being disrespectful or any of those things. Yeah, so, yeah I'm sure. I'm yeah. Sure. So mentally, I'm sure that was a piece of it. But well, so much so that like on the way home, wait, we were in separate cars, so I guess we must have been on the phone with one yeah, another. I think we were yeah. Talking. But I I suggested to you that for the final night that he was going to be in town, which was then the the next, you know, the next night, Thursday night, that you should just go see him by yourself. Right. And, you know, because you weren't going to see him again for several more months. Mm -hmm. So I said, why don't you just enjoy the last night with him by yourself? Right. And that was really, really sweet of you, especially after. It was the right right thing to do. Yeah. Well, that was really sweet. And I really appreciate it. As did he. Mm -hmm. So we took you up on that offer. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we did have a lovely evening on Thursday night as well. And we went out to dinner and it was great. It was just a great, great experience. That night, though, I think we hadn't really planned it. But you, we talked about the fact and you said, don't worry about being home at any particular time. Right. you know, do your thing, whatever, 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 whatever. I need to get a good night's sleep. Right. <laughs> so just don't worry about, right. don't worry about texting me or calling right, me. Just, right. you know, whenever you come home, you come home. Right. Text me when you're on your way, but I won't answer because I'll be asleep. And, but at least I know if I look at my phone and wake up, but I ended up falling asleep with him and I didn't wake up until like four in the morning. And at four in the morning, I'm just like, well, now I'm here. You know, it's kind of like, you know, and I knew you weren't worried because you knew exactly where I was. And I think I even and texted at four, yeah, knowing did. that you wouldn't see it. But I yeah. said, I'm, I fell asleep. I'm just going to sleep a few more hours, but I'll be home before the children wake <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to have to explain. Yeah. You know, Where's mommy? Right. It's straggling in. <laughs> in freshly her, fucked hair. Yeah. And her mini skirt and her <laughs> clothes that she wore last night to dinner. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so I did. I I, I raced home and, and made it home before the kids got up. But we had talked about that and we had made yeah, so it wasn't contingency a surprise plans. That, right. Yeah. And then I and I did keep you posted, even though I didn't expect to be out. That was not part of the plan. But, and then we were like for future shit, just because I was really worried. And I'm like, oh, shit, I fell asleep and I felt terrible. And you were like, yeah, whatever. But I was really upset by it because that wasn't part of the plan, even though we had talked about it. Again, not wanting to rock the boat and mm-hmm. being very careful and aware of your feelings. So, but it, it worked out fine. And and like I said, I, I kept you posted and things yeah. like that. So that was a different, that was kind of the start of this totally different kind of independence, mm-hmm. but yet um, making sure that we're both on the same page, making sure that we're checking in with each other, making sure that you understand But you allowed me the freedom to have emotions and feelings. We talked about it when it started to feel uncomfortable. You didn't tell me to stop because we talked about the fact that once we kind of opened this gate, you know, we didn't want to tell each other to stop, but we needed to work through it. Right, right. But this was the first kind of time where where those things started to And had we not done all that hard work, and it was hard work, and it was uncomfortable at times, then I would not have been okay with you straggling in at 7 a.m. Right. But I wasn't worried, and I wasn't concerned. And I wasn't upset because we had done all of that work. Right. And because we had communicated about it and talked about it, which is why I said, go see him by yourself and don't worry about coming home by any particular time. Right. And at this point, it wasn't something either that was going to be, it's not like we were going to do this four nights every week. Right. You know, it was, you know, that, it was like yeah, once a every couple of months yeah, that you knew also. I wasn't going to see him for at least two months at the earliest. Yeah. So I think that was another piece, too, that was right. more reassuring that it wasn't like I was going to run off every Thursday night and spend with him or something like that. Yeah. At true. This point. So then what happens next? Well, a couple nights later, actually, uh-huh. you know, the following Tuesday, I had a date oh. with Amber. Was it really only that? It was, like, yep. It was the, the following week? Tuesday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, we were like, when can we get something on this calendar? Right. I remember that, but yeah, yeah I forgot that it was right yeah. away. I don't know. It was right away. So I left my office a little bit early so that I could get to the hotel and get set up and get ready. And <laughs> she came. And we just had a wonderful time. We spent eight hours together. It picked up right where we left off the previous week. And the sex was amazing. And we just fucked. And we took turns going down on each other. And we took breaks. And we talked. We talked a lot. And then we would resume. And I fucked her like four different times. I came twice. She came <laughs> continually because that's just how she yeah. is. It's amazing. And, you know, she's a squirter. And it was just wet, crazy, awesome, amazing (laughs) sex. Mm -hmm. And completely connected and total chemistry. So it was just wonderful. I had a great time. And you guys did kind of what we did, which was you would meet first and play a little bit and then went to dinner and then came back? Or did you guys skip dinner all together? I think that time time we... 
we skipped dinner altogether. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But but subsequent times, yeah, we would we'd go and play and then go to dinner and come back and resume. Yeah. We may have had dinner that time. I just don't remember. Right. It was whatever memories there are overcome with all the sex. <laughs> So we had an amazing time and uh, and our relationship really started taking off mm. in the in the ensuing weeks after this and I started developing feelings. Mm-hmm. But that's yet to come. But for purposes of this episode, the uncomfortable tension point came when I didn't come home until two something in the morning. Mm. And we hadn't really talked about, well, we hadn't talked about it. We, I didn't have a curfew and I made the mistaken assumption of assuming that, well, since you had been out till seven in the morning the week prior, I didn't really have a curfew either, but I was wrong, wasn't <laughs> I? <laughs> yes, you were very wrong. Yeah. So when I got home at two thirty in the morning, Marina was not happy with oh, me. Oh, some kind of pissed. Yeah, you were some kind of pissed. Yeah. Well, and I think that, so what we realized later was that we never talked about it because we never thought right. to talk about it. So in my mind, you'd never been out before like this. And I hadn't. The, this the was first the very time, first time. Right. And yeah. the first time I was ever out like this, I was home by 11 o'clock with the, with the guy that lives here in town. That mm-hmm. You know, the first time right. that I truly went out to dinner and had a play date with somebody else. I was home by 11 o'clock and I was worried that that was late. Right. So when 11 o'clock rolled around and you weren't home, I was like, well, that's, that's not cool. Well, I'm sure I'll get a text any minute now telling me he's on his way. And 1130 rolled around and no text and you weren't home and 12 o'clock. So now I'm getting mad because I'm like, how disrespectful. I was feeling very disrespected and very, um, I don't want to say taken advantage of, but I just, I was feeling like that you didn't even care enough to touch base with me. And I had always made so sure to touch base with you on the three or four occasions where that had happened. Like even texting you at four o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. I felt, even though I knew you were okay with it, I still needed to tell Mm -hmm. you what was going on. So I felt like I wasn't getting any of that courtesy back. Not your fault in the sense that we never, ever talked about it. But I assumed you would be in that same mindset that I was. Right. And I assumed that I would be in the same place as you in terms of freedom and not having a curfew because we hadn't talked about it. Right. And I was modeling my behavior on what your behavior had been the previous week. What we realized later, which is so simple and obvious, but it wasn't in the moment, right. is that we were just simply at different places because I had had not only, not only weeks, but months to process your activities. Right. This was brand new right, for, for you. Yeah. Right. Right. This yeah, was with, the f- with me having these activities. Right. So, so where we had slowly walked into the shallow end of the pool for once right. <laughs> in our lives <laughs> about... You know, first I went out to lunch with somebody by myself. Then I went out to, you know, then I went on a play date with that guy. But you had met him. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we really went slowly and made sure that we weren't going to trip over anything. Right. And there were no live wires in that. And then. And and when we did have issues, when I did have issues about it, we talked it through. Immediately. And and worked it out. Right. Right. And got me comfortable. Right. Same thing about the emotions and the feelings and all that kind of stuff. And we stopped and we talked and we really checked in so many places. So it made perfect sense that you would think right that we were on equal footing that we were on equal footing. we weren't we were so not yeah and it was like the next day we were we were like man that we wish we'd talked about this like we wish we'd thought about that beforehand because i was really pissed and really hurt and really upset and i wasn't blaming on you i wasn't blaming you but it was just like i it was all of those things it was all of that um I, I was thrown into the deep end. I had mm-hmm. no chance to even say, you got to go out to lunch with this person first. And then you went out to dinner, but you were home by 11. You know, or you you know, on a play date and you were home by 11. I, I didn't get any of those baby steps. Right. It was immediately, we talked about it. Can I go, I'm going to make a date with Amber. And I said, absolutely. I, I love her. You're fat. She's great. That's awesome. You guys are so connected. That's amazing. This is so fun and exciting. But then really felt like I was left out of the loop in the sense of what was going to actually happen because we didn't have a mm-hmm. plan. So it was, it was hard and it was uncomfortable and I was mad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it took us some time to, well, it, it took us some time to figure out what was going on in the first place. Right. Why that And then happened. once we did, it was like, oh shit, aha, no, no kidding. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds so simple in hindsight, but when you're in it, all we could think about was why is this so different? Why are we so... Right. Why um, was I so mad? Right. I mean, I was really hurt. And yeah, once it became clear, it was like, oh my God, because I, I wasn't really mad. I wasn't mad at her. I wasn't mad at your relationship. I was mad at the way that you handled it. And you fully, rightfully so, like you said, were working off of where you were and right. you were totally comfortable with me now going off and doing these things. So it was a huge light bulb for us. And that's why we want to make sure to tell our listeners about it, because it just because one person is one place, the other person may not be there yet. Mm-hmm. And that would have really saved us a lot yeah. of heartache in those couple of days. After and what do we always experience. say now? Because it was a great experience for you. And it, yeah. I think it, dan- it took away from the fact when you got home and so excited about this amazing time you had with this amazing woman that I was fucking pissed as shit and didn't even want to talk to you. Yeah. I'm like, I, don't talk to me. Go wash your face. Go take a shower. I don't want to hear it. I mean, I was angry. Yeah. Yeah. And I was completely confused by that because right. because you were you were excited about me going on this date. Right. So I just, I didn't, it, yeah, I didn't get it. Right. And we didn't get it until right. we, we had actually, no... until we kind of circled up and figured it out. Right. And so what do we tell people now? You always go with the pace of the slowest person. Well, you were the slowest person in this, we just parti- in this, per- in this particular it. situation. But yeah, we didn't think about it. And we, you know, we just didn't have the perspective to understand that at that time. Right. So that is huge. That is a huge takeaway. Mm -hmm. So guys, be aware of that. Ladies, be aware of that. If your partner is used to doing something one way and then it's the time to trade and switch, don't forget you're back at the beginning or you're back at wherever you left off the last time because that was a big, a big piece for us. And I don't really even know how we stumbled upon that. The realization of oh my God, It's you've been doing this for months. This is my first time and I got thrown to the wolves, so to speak, in the mm-hmm. sense that... You, no, you, you, you realized that and told me about it. You oh, said, did oh, I the next yeah, day? No, yeah. Well, maybe even a couple of days. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but no, you, you processed it and you came to that realization on your own and I, got, I came home from work and you said, I figured it out or something to that effect. Right. And then we talked about it and I said, oh, wow, yeah. Made perfect sense. It made perfect sense. Right. So we got over that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it did take a lot. Mm-hmm. And this was our first um, really uncomfortable. So there I was having feelings for Roy. Roy's having feelings for me. You're dealing with the fact that your wife is having an emotional relationship with somebody else. Then all of a sudden you get a fire lit for you, which is amazing and awesome. So I was super excited that you had the same, like we got to go through this. Like we weren't with a couple. We happened to be two people mm-hmm. and Roy happened to introduce us to Amber. So that was even you know more fun because it was like this person that we'd already known and all this other kind of stuff. And I really liked her. And so it was really cool the way mm-hmm. that that happened because I think the same thing would have happened. Like, had you not started that relationship with her and you were given permission to have that relationship with her because I was already in that place, I was able to say, oh, I have no problem with that. Had it been roles reversed, it probably would have been more challenging. Had you fallen for her first before right. I had met Roy and started my relationship with him, it probably would have been more challenging yeah. for me because as a woman, I would have been more jealous about that, you know. But I got it because I helped you understand why my relationship was with Roy was not threatening. And so I would have to remind myself sometimes too, he is so not leaving me for her. <laughs> I know this and every fiber of my being, but sometimes every once in a while, that little devil on your shoulder mm-hmm. says a little something like, yeah, but she does all this X, Y, Z for him. And then I had to learn to say, wow, isn't he lucky? <laughs> <laughs> Because that is great. Yeah. It is amazing. And and it's wonderful. And it's, um, God, it just feels so good when someone new has interest in you and you're okay to have interest in you. Yeah. And to explore that and to... And have fun with that because it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. So that was kind of a turning point for us mm-hmm. about really allowing each other to be okay with having feelings for other people. It really is letting go. It's letting, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's letting go, and it's it's letting go of insecurity. It's letting go of fear, and it's just saying, yeah, let's let's try this. What the fuck? And not that our twenty nine years together is something what the fuck worthy, but. <laughs> yeah. 
But after that amount of time, you know, yeah, we know where we stand and we can take risks and it is a risk. Right. And we can say, yeah, we can let this go and have fun and enjoy and, and we are going to come back together. Right. And, and, we, and, and we always do. Right. And we always will. And we talked about it, though, a lot. And you talked about it earlier on about the vulnerability that it, the, you have to kind of be vulnerable to be able to allow those other things to happen. And that's really what we were doing. Mm-hmm. We were we loved each other so much that we wanted to give each other permission to have those experiences and those feelings. But we were also comfortable and safe enough in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And comfortable and safe enough in ourselves. Because if you don't have the that's self-confidence, true. there's no way that you can make that decision. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on that one? Not really. That was an awkward <laughs> pause, wasn't it? I was trying to read my paper. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're there. I think we are. Yeah. So this was a very momentous time for us. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Is it so we had if you're following along or if you haven't listened to episodes especially like 8, 9 and 10 where we went to naughty and then in 10 where we really summarized the changes that started to happen for us. So think about where we were a scant 2 months earlier. <laughs> or three months earlier in this process, you know, at Naughty, and we were just figuring things out going, oh, people play separately? To here we were having dates with people that we were having emotional reactions and connections with. Right. So again, on the kind of the fast track. That's the fast track. But we also were comfortable enough with each other to say, no, let's just do it. Open Mm -hmm. yourselves up. Like you said, be vulnerable, take the chances, be comfortable in ourselves. And we were getting more and more comfortable in ourselves and our lifestyle choice and allowing each other to do that and explore and again our choice that's the way we decided to do it and it has been amazing mm-hmm. and we haven't shied away from that as a matter of fact we've kind of even gotten more willing and e- more easily agreeable maybe to having relationships with other people mm-hmm. we don't have to right. but we and sure often do we don't right but we do like them when we yeah, find when it happens them. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing. And you guys will be able to hear the rest of those stories, too, as we continue to talk about them. But this was kind of the thing that set the stage for us. And I think, again, the the very, very, very lucky piece was that we were going through it almost simultaneously. I mean, I was ahead of you six weeks or so in the emotion category, but you two caught up pretty fast. Yeah, we did. And we live in the same town. So we got to see her a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And as you said, so then we will talk about it next time, but we actually get to have a foursome with her husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we ended up, that was fun being able to, yeah. So we ended up, she will show up a lot. (laughs) And actually, she's still a good friend mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I had a long yeah. phone conversation with her just yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Very good friend. But um, so it's amazing, these relationships that you build and you grow and that we have been so blessed to be able to have in the lifestyle and be able to still do this and still have the wild, fun, sexy times, the hot, anonymous type party sex, and mm-hmm. then, but still have relationships with people and I feel like the sex gets better, you know, when you build a relationship with someone because then you can explore things and do things. And But I've enjoyed it. Just the party type stuff yeah. or the meet it's and a, have a one night time with someone. I enjoy that as well. Yeah, it's a sexual buffet for us. It is. And yeah. sometimes you want something on one end of the buffet and sometimes, <laughs> yeah, all the stuff in the middle is fine. And, yeah, <laughs> that's true. And we really like that. Yeah. That, that analogy, uh, that metaphor petered out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to come up with some yeah, toppings yeah. and things in the middle. <laughs> no, that's not helping. Oh, it's not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to extract myself from that failed metaphor. Oh, well, should we come up with a different one? You want to try something else? Uh, no, let's, okay. just, let's just roll with that. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that's where we're going to end this because it's been uh, ad nauseum us talking about this. But this was such a fun and exciting time for us. And yeah. I know there wasn't a lot of hot, juicy details, although we tried to sprinkle those in there. This is a while ago. Yeah, so yeah, DP is pretty hot and juicy. Yeah. Or well, attempted. It, it was failed. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do much. You and Amber fucking all over the hotel room. That was yeah. a mess. The YouTube. Yeah. It was hysterical listening to them. We were like, <laughs> Roy and I were in the bedroom like, what the hell are they doing? Are they just going to fuck on every single piece of furniture out there? And then they came in and they're like, we fucked on every single piece of furniture out there. We were like, wow, Uh, we napped. (laughs) Because we had been, we had done fucking and we were going to wait for you guys and you just kept going, going. So we're like, we just drifted off to sleep. (laughs) That's how comfortable we were already in our relationship on our (laughs) fourth night together ever. 
that we were like, yeah, we'll just take a nap while those two finish fucking. Leave some in the tank for us. I think I probably even yelled at you. I that. think you did. Yeah, yeah. I probably did because I'm like, I'm not done. But and guess what? We did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I had a rally. Yeah, that was a hot fucking night. That was an awesome night. Yeah, we've had many hot fucking nights. Yeah, that was a particularly particularly hot. Yeah, that was because we were very still really new, and it was just so not like nothing we'd ever done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially they were not a married couple, but you know had played together, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty hot. I liked mm-hmm. it. I know. Hey, let's do that again in like a couple okay. months. <laughs> okay. Deal. <laughs> yeah, just have to show us your vaccination card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we decided yesterday that we're just going to have it laminated. and I'm just going to make a, no, I'm going to make a copy, a photocopy and stick it in my lanyard. There you at, go. With Naughty. Yeah. So I can say to people, yep, yep. vaccinated. Here Good you go. To go. Where's yours? I'm going to encourage everybody to do that. I think that's probably not a bad idea. That is, that is a good idea. Yeah. I think by August. Yeah, everybody will be yeah. good to go. But even if not, I probably will still have a copy of mine. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely to, will. Just to be able to be a goober head about it. It's <laughs> my vaccination card. Cha-ching. <laughs> that's a great pickup line. Go up to some really hot guy and go, hey, got my vaccination card. Actually, <laughs> I'm you're, ready to go. Your pickup line is just, hey. And then that little head nod that you just gave me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can dispense with the rest of it. He's not going to care whether you're vaccinated or not. All right. Well, I shouldn't just have that like in my back pocket, so to speak, in case I need it. In case he says, like, so he's not going to say, I don't know, are you vaccinated? He's not going to say that. (laughs) He's going to say, okay. Whatever this mythical, sexy hot man is. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're all going to say, okay. All right, all you mythical, sexy hot men out there, you've been given orders when I go (laughs) to you. In New Orleans, if I just go, hey, hey, that's all it'll like take. the Joey Triviani, like, what's you doing? How you doing? That's right. How you yeah, doing? But I'll just do the girl version, the hey with the neck, <laughs> the head nod. Then <laughs> you'll know. That'll be the secret secret signal for got yeah. my vaccination card. <laughs> and only the people who have listened this far and haven't dropped off will right. know that. This is your so reward. that's your reward. That's right. That's, that's your reward right. for, for sticking around. To the end. <laughs> All right. Well, now that you have a reward, it'll be fun. All right. That's, I dare people to come Uh up to me, remind me that we talked about this because in a couple of months, I'll be like, why are all these people coming up to me and going, hey, (laughs) (laughs) I'll remember eventually, Mm -hmm. but, or go, hey, got my vaccination card. (laughs) Then I'll know that you're one of our listeners, a secret society. Be like the secret handshake. All right. Well, that's it. Let's All wrap right, this let's up. Let's wrap this up. Man, oh man, what a fun time. So mm-hmm. um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And we hope that you get a little bit out of this story. We're going to go a little bit more into it next time. And it continues for quite a while. Yep. But um, our relationship with Ray, um, Ray, with Roy and Amber. That's the problem with pseudonyms. I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, what did I, I, I call them? I know. So our relationship with Roy and Amber uh, continues on for a while. As we said, Amber's actually still in our lives. It's a good friend of ours. But it, uh, the way that we decided to live the lifestyle and your journey is going to be the way you want it to be. This is what we thought we wanted. And we allowed ourselves to experience it. And it's been amazing. So, um so thanks for hanging out and listening with us. If you um, want to reach us, you know how to reach us. Go to our website, accidentalswingers.com, or you can email me at marina, M-Y-R-I-N-A, at accidentalswingers. Yeah, and I am Tristan, T-R-I-S-T-A-N, at accidentalswingers.com. Yes. And um, don't forget, if you want to know information about the community or if you want to sign up now, we probably we may still be doing the sign up for uh, for actually getting into the community beforehand depends on when this podcast episode gets published. If you go to the website and you click on it and it asks you to fill out a form, then we're still doing a rolling registration. If you go to the website and you click on it and it takes you straight to the community and the information about it, then we are open and ready to go. So if you want to do that now, do that now. Please go to the community and click on or go to our website, click on the community tab, and you'll find all that information there. And we're going to keep giving you updates about all the special stuff that's going on inside the community so that if you're thinking if this is something you should do, or if you have questions about it, like, hmm, what are you guys going to be covering? Like I've told you, we've given you the first couple of months in advance. We'll kind of keep that information going, and, um, and we plan on having a very robust full community full of things and information and workshops and classes so again you can't tell we're excited about it can you (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit because again this is everything we wanted when we first started and we didn't have the opportunity to find it so we're hoping to create that place and that space that safe space for you 
So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for joining us. And Thanks. we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Love this episode of the Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.